Welcome to the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast. It's February 8, 2016 and this is episode 509. Following our Hokkaido Landscape Photography Tour for 2016, this week we conclude our three-part travelogue series to walk you through this minimalist photographer's dream tour illustrated with a total of 36 images. Today we pick up the trail at the end of day 7 as we head back into the city of Wakanai after photographing the boat graveyard that we saw at the end of the last episode. And we stop briefly to photograph some avalanche prevention gates affixed to the side of a hill. This is just a, a quick stop, you know, we it was one of those jump off the bus, shoot, then jump back on again kind of deals. But I quite like the resulting image. To photograph this, I used my 100 to 400 millimeter lens, handheld for a 400th of a second exposure. I increased my ISO to 400 to give me a faster shutter speed, but I ended up zooming out to 148 millimeters, meaning that I could have gone a little bit slower. But like I said, it was just a quick jump off, then jump back on the bus sort of thing. I was careful not to crop off the gates as much as possible. But there were actually two gates on the left edge of the screen that were just creeping in. So I cloned them out. I had seen these when I shot the image, so I allow myself to do that. My rule with cloning stuff out is that I'm allowed to do it if I saw what I'm going to clone out in the field when I made the image. If I didn't see it, it stays, and I have to decide whether I should scrap the image or live with it. This is a little bit heavy-handed for sure, but this is how I've trained myself to fully scan the frame when shooting. It stops me from being sloppy with my composition. After lunch, we headed to one of the main fishing ports in Wakanai, where we were treated with a beautiful, heavy and textured sky, as you can see in this image. This is one of those shots where the colour was hard to throw out, as there was some late afternoon colour in the sky, but Hokkaido, in the most part, to me, is about the structure of the scene rather than the colour, and the black and white conversion really brings out the detail in the sky, and the fishing boats give us a lovely base for the photo. I was also happy that I could frame this in such a way that there were relatively clear gaps either side of the boats, and I moved left and right to find the perfect spot to include the lighthouse on the far left, and not include another boat that was just out of the frame to the right. This was shot at a, for a fifth of a second exposure at f11 ISO 100 and a focal length of 28mm. I love shooting lines of boats, as you might have noticed, but I really like it when there's one boat sitting alone with relatively wide spaces either side, like the one in this photo. This is just to the right of the line of boats in the last image and I kind of wish that the raised object and boat mast was not there in the bottom left but I don't dislike that enough to clone it out. 
I really love this perspective with boats though. It's not a huge boat, but they feel powerful and daunting when framed up like this. I was also really happy that the darker clouds were all framing the boat, with lighter but still heavily textured sky above it. This is totally natural. All of the changes that I made in silver effects during the black and white conversion were applied to the entire image. There's also a little bit of a halo around the bottom edge of the boat either side, but that doesn't worry me too much in this image. This was a 0.3 second exposure at f11 ISO 100 at 28mm. On the morning of day 8, we left Wakonai and headed for Soya Misaki, the Cape, at the northernmost tip of Japan, where on a clear day you can actually see Russia to the north. We stop at a couple of ports on the way around the Cape, and this next image is my favourite from the first stop. Those are probably fox prints leading into the scene through the beautiful soft textured snow. I tried two compositions here, this one and a second with the footprints leading in from the bottom right corner. At the time of shooting this I felt that the bottom right corner composition was better, but when I studied them on my computer I decided to go with this image because it felt more like I was being led into the scene by the footprints. When the prints came in from the right corner, it felt more like I was being told a story about someone else walking into the scene, rather than me being in the story in the first person. Other than that decision, the image pretty much composed itself. There was a black wall that started to show on the left above the boat if I went any wider. And I wanted to leave a little bit of space to the right to give the boats and footprints room to breathe. The black sky was amazing, but I didn't want it to rule the image. Also, there was a crane doing some maintenance in the port just to our left. And the shadow was hitting that back wall that you can see from time to time. So I had to wait until the shadow dropped behind the front of the the middle boat, the middle of the three boats. Lots of stuff to think about, but it came together pretty well, I think. This was a 200th of a second exposure at F14, ISO 100 at 70mm. Next up is a line of boats that I've been photographing here since my reconnaissance trip for this tour in 2011, except this year there was an extra boat on the right end of the line. I shot this at 16mm with my 11-24mm lens, so a 16-35 lens would have done the job as well. I used a strip of ND 4.0 rated triacetyl cellulose filter in the gelatin filter holder on the back of the lens, as this lens has a large round front element, and so I can't use my regular screwing filters with it, and I hate those huge filter systems that I see people struggling with on my tours. See episode 465 at mbp.ac 465 to see what I'm talking about. But the ND 4.0 filter is the equivalent of an ND 1000 and gives me 13.3 stops of darkness, 
for a 210 second exposure, which is like three and a half minutes at F11 ISO 100. That, of course, is why the clouds have streaked out the way they seem to do here. We continued on down to the small town of Omu, where we were to spend the next two nights. There's a lovely port at Omu with some very nicely positioned tetrapods that we can see in this image. Unfortunately, the weather that makes Hokkaido so appealing for winter photography had started to close in on us. As we got off the bus to photograph this scene, I asked the group to shoot it as if it was our last visit, because we may end up stuck in the hotel for a few days. Well, it turns out that that is exactly what happened. The storm came in on the end of day 8, and although we got up and went down to the harbour at dawn the next day to take a look, the beach on which we stood to make this photograph was basically underwater. The sea was so rough, I got a face full of salt spray as soon as I got off the bus on the side of the road above the port to see if we could shoot. And salt water is not good for gear, and we also would not have been able to keep it off the front of our lenses enough to get a photograph. So we went back to the hotel for breakfast. We had planned to do a half day of workshop sessions at this location anyway, so we extended that to a full day. And we kept our eye on the news of roads across Hokkaido being closed as the day progressed. The following day we were due to leave Omu for our next location, but despite waiting until 4pm for news of the roads opening, they didn't. So we ended up doing some more workshop sessions and then stayed a third night at the same hotel. The following morning, which was now day 11, the roads were still closed, but with cabin fever starting to set in, We went down to the port and although the sea was still very rough and coming up way up the beach, the wind had dropped considerably so there was no longer any sea spray. Game on. We planned to shoot for 30 minutes before breakfast and we ended up doing 45 minutes as no one could stop shooting, including me. During this time I made this photograph. The tetrapods in the middle of the right side of the image are the ones from the previous image, so you can see how much higher the sea was coming up the beach. I was basically timing my shots so that I caught the waves drawing back out, leaving these lovely streaks in the image. At this point, I was using a one-second exposure at f16, ISO 100, at a focal length of 18 millimeters. For me, the lines created by the water and the foreground tetrapods grab my attention and lead my eye into the frame where I find the lighthouse and then go further along to see the waves crashing against the wave break in the top left quadrant. I then come back around, down the line of tetrapods to the left and then back into the scene and around to explore the detail on the right side. Having finally dragged ourselves away, we returned to the hotel for breakfast and to the news that the roads were now clear of snow and opened again at 7am. 
so we could check out and make our way to Lake Saroma, the last location of the tour. We'd lost a day or so from each of these last two locations, but this is always a risk when photographing in Hokkaido, and we made up for it over the next day and a half, as you'll see. Our first port of call mid-morning, pun intended, was a port on Lake Saroma, where they have line after line of fishing boats that have been brought up on the shore for the winter. Here's one of these lines in this next photo. To the right, you can see that there's actually another line directly behind these, and perhaps also you can see out on there's another line starting in the distance on the far left. This was an 80-second exposure at f14 ISO 100 at 59mm, shot with my 24mm lens. I was really just attracted to the sheer number of boats here and liked the repetition. The great thing about this port though is that unlike many of the other ports, you can easily walk around the back of the boats for detail shots such as this next image. Out of 92 images from this trip, my current final count, only 6 images were left in colour. I generally think of the Hokkaido landscape in black and white, and I could probably convert these boat detail images too if I wanted to create a cohesive set, but at this point I'm just processing each image for its own aesthetic value, and so I've left the colour in for now. One of the things that caught my eye with these boats is the way the snow has drifted from behind them, looking like the wake in the water as they actually sail the seas. After a few hours in the port, we went for lunch and then headed over to a place where there are some nice trees on the top of a hill and some other nice stuff to play with. Here is a photo of the stand of trees along with a line of other trees below them. This is a little bit busier than much of the minimalist work that we do here, but I still kind of like the lines of fences and the play between the stand of trees on the top of the hill and the line below. This was a 30th of a second exposure at f14 ISO 100 and a focal length of 263mm. Again here I was using my 100-400mm lens, although I could have gotten away with my 70-200 lens and a 1.4x extender here. The other thing that I like about this photo is that because it's shot with a 50 megapixel 5DSR camera, I can literally zoom in to various parts of the image and enjoy a number of different images within one photo. It's been around six months now since I started to shoot with the 5DS and I can tell you every time I use it I just continue to fall deeper and deeper in love with it. I can't take full credit for this next image as Jen, a participant that we'll hear from shortly, had just made a joke that she was starting to get the hang of this minimalist stuff, although she used a different word beginning with S instead of stuff. As we left, I looked up and we noticed a fox walking along the line of the fence, so I couldn't resist shooting like this myself. It is, of course, different to Jen's shot, but I wouldn't have even looked up there if, if it wasn't for her comment. 
This is the 100-400mm lens right out at 400mm and I had my shutter speed at a 25th of a second so the Fox isn't totally sharp but it has enough body to keep itself in the photograph. My other settings were f14 and ISO 100 although you could probably have guessed that by now. There's something very stark yet strangely comforting about this photo to me. The fox lives in this very harsh environment and yet, with his warm coat, he's happy enough just walking around in the drifting snow doing his thing. The following morning was our last chance to shoot before we had to drive to the airport to fly back to Tokyo and I decided to take the group back to two locations and give them an option of which one to shoot. I went back to the main port on the Saruma Lake to work the lines of boats a little bit more with around a third of the group, and the rest of the group all worked an area around a tree that I've shot in the past, but we didn't get to as a whole group this time because of the day that we lost to bad weather. This is the last photo of this series from the port. I'm really attracted to the patterns that form in the snow, the drifting snow as the wind whistles between the fishing boats. So that's really what this is all about. There wasn't a lot of texture in the sky, so this is a straight 80th of a second exposure at f14 ISO 100 at 50 millimeters. The texture in the snow is lovely here and I also quite like the shadows to the right side from the other line of boats just out of frame. My last shot of the tour is those boats to the right with their stronger shadows due to the sun coming out through the clouds a little bit stronger than I usually like. But when it gives us this texture in the snow at the right location I can kind of live with that. As usual, after the final shoot, I got out a digital recorder and went around the bus to record a message from each of the participants, which I'd like to play you now. Can I sing? <laughs> if you would like to, you absolutely can. Okay, so I'll start the recording. This, is, this actually marks the end. That was the last shoot of the Hokkaido Landscape Photography Adventure with a, a great group and I'm going to go around the bus as usual and get a quick comment from each of the participants. So Calvin, would you like to say a few words? Sure. Uh, my name is Calvin Abe. I'm from Los Angeles. Uh, this is actually my second time I've been with, with Martin. Um, I was very excited about this trip. In fact, I signed up for it a year ago and it met all of my expectations and uh, I had a great time. Thank you, Martin. You're welcome. Thank you very much, Calvin. So, Cameron, you want to go next? Yeah, I'm Cameron from Seattle. Uh, like Calvin, this is my second tour with Martin. Great tour, very different from the first. I feel like we really lucked out with weather, got a good mix of weather. And it was like seeing some parts of Hokkaido that very few people get to see with a group of people who have become friends now. It was great. great. Thanks, Martin. Thank you. All right, Pete from Seattle, once again, a great experience. Martin puts together an outstanding program. We had a great uh, time photographing Hokkaido and in experiencing the Japanese culture. Once again, you exceeded my expectations. Oh, Thanks. Thank you very much, Pete. Manny. 
Hi, <clears throat> hi. My name is Manny from um, from Indianapolis, and this is my first time with Martin on his tour, and first time in Hokkaido, and it was a fantastic uh, tour. Uh, it was much more than I expected, and I'm uh, very, very delighted to have been here. Met some really good friends from all great group, great tour leader, and great support staff. Uh, would recommended, highly recommended to anybody. Thank you very much. My name is Giulio Zanni, I'm Italian. Uh, it's my first time in in, in Japan. Uh, it was a great trip. I particularly like photographing both in, in the ports, but also trees and other things. So thank, thank you very much, Martin. Thank you. Miles, would you like to say a few words? Yeah, how much do you want? Anything, as much as you want. Okay. Hello, I'm Miles Flint. I'm from London in England. Um, this is a uh, culmination of something long planned. I've been to Japan so many times on, on business for work and I always said I one day I want to go to Hokkaido and this has been the, the chance and the time. It's been absolutely fascinating seeing an amazing landscape um, in winter, deep snow, uh, various different types of weather, lots and lots of different types of light. I mean it's just a, just a paradise for landscape photographers. Uh, but equally it's given me a chance to see Japan from a different perspective, um, from a different angle and to, to learn a book more about this wonderful country. So I've just had a fantastic time. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hi, I'm Anita. I'm from England and I've really enjoyed this trip in Hokkaido in a winter wonderland. Wonderful locations, fantastic scenery and generally just a fab trip with great hosts. Well, thank you very much. Oh, I've got to think now. <laughs> Hi, I'm Janice from New Zealand. Uh, second trip with Martin and his crew. It's been absolutely fantastic seeing Hokkaido in winter. Uh, never knew there was so much snow in the world. Um, and look forward to coming back for the next trip. Hi, Jen from New Zealand, second Martin trip to Hokkaido and second trip where we got snowed in, but that's all good. <laughs> um, I'm thinking of this as my minimalist mojo trip and it's been a coming and going mojo. It's Some days it's there, some days it's not, but fantastic trip and Martin and the team, as always, looked after us stunningly and see you again soon. My name is Rika Ima, I'm from Houston, Texas. It's been a wonderful trip, very well organized, with multiple areas for beautiful scenery. Thank you. Hi, I'm Joaquin from New York. I had a wonderful time on Martin's Hokkaido landscape tour. Um, we saw some beautiful landscapes, experienced uh, the graciousness of the Japanese people, and had a wonderful time with a, a great group of um, fellow photographers. Thank you very much, Joaquin. Hi, uh, I'm Soko. I'm from Hong Kong. Uh, I was going to cancel this trip. Um, by the way, Martin doesn't know this. <laughs> um, but I uh, decided to join and I, uh, I'm glad that I uh, did. Because I was interested in this trip in the first place for the uh, minimalistic landscape, uh, which is what I got exactly uh, from this trip. And food was great and it was well organized and I really enjoyed the time. Okay, thank you very much. Hello, I'm Yukiko from Yokohama. I'm a tour operator of this tour. I really appreciate for all of 
the guests, uh, their cooperation and the kind. I'm very, I'm really looking forward to meeting all of the guests next year <laughs> again. <laughs> thank you very much. Okay, thank you. So one last word, just to say, I'm not sure if you can all hear me, but I, I've had a great time traveling with you over the last two weeks, and I, I hope that we get a chance to do it again. And if not, I, I even no matter what happens if you walk away with this with some amazing land, minimalist landscape photos and the seascapes and things then that's a, a job done well on both our parts so thank you very much for sticking with it for the 12 days i hope you've had a good time and i'll hopefully see you again sometime soon okay thank you thank you it's great to hear everyone's voice there again I had a, a great time on this tour with these wonderful folks and would like to thank each of them once again for joining us. Thank you too for listening to what we got up to over these last three episodes. I hope you've enjoyed it as well. We are now taking bookings for the 2017 Hokkaido Winter Landscape Photography Adventure from January 8th to the 20th, 2017 and places are already starting to sell, so please don't hang around too long if you'd like to join us. Hokkaido is the northernmost island of Japan, and as you might have noticed, it's the minimalist winter landscape photographer's dream. This is going to be our third year running this very special, dedicated landscape tour in Hokkaido. For details and to book your place, please visit the tour page at mbp.ac hlpa. Thanks very much for listening today. If you enjoy this podcast, please share a link with your friends. And if you don't already, please subscribe in iTunes or your favorite podcast program to ensure interrupted delivery. You can find me on Google+, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook, etc., and links to everything that I'm up to are at martinbaileyphotography.com, so do drop by and take a look. I'll be back next week with another episode, but in the meantime, you take care and have a great week, whatever you're doing. Bye-bye.